Good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh my gosh. Good morning, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. I stream every uh, Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. <clears throat> Usually pick single subject topics to talk about <clears throat> to make your life better with your dog. You know, one of the things that I'm pretty passionate about is uh, the truth. Not sugarcoating things. Um, being consistently honest with all of you. And I think there's a lot of mixed messaging out there with a lot of folks. And we've been showing our work for so long. Excuse me. <clears throat> when it comes to stopping a lot of unwanted behaviors, especially leash reactivity, especially the loading stage of aggression, and especially unnecessary barking is like in the house. A bonker, which is just a wrapped up towel, and if you go to our YouTube channel and you just look up how to make and use a bonker, is probably what I feel from lots of experience, the most effective tool out there. It's just a wrapped up cotton towel. And what you're doing is you're teaching the dog no. I think it's important that folks understand that dog training boils down to yes and no. You need to find the motivator for yes. You need to find the motivator for no. A lot of dogs don't care about food. They'll take a toy. Joel's dog, Wes, the number one motivator is a stick over food, over a toy, but a stick. The number one motivator for tax is a ball. Some dogs, the motivator is food. Some dogs, the motivator is avoiding discomfort. There's a lot of dogs out there that are not food or toy, toy driven. A lot of folks are struggling with in-house nonsense. Out of controlness, barking at the door, fighting housemates, jumping up on people. And the bonker is a tried and true, highly effective bad behavior stopper. And on yesterday's Leash Reactivity Live, I demonstrated step-by-step step and showed all the folks that were in it how to use it properly. And you saw how effective it was. And it wasn't a fluke. It happens all the time. I think the hard part that people have with is that you're, quote-unquote, hitting the dog. Because you're throwing the cotton towel at the dog. 
The dog does not get hurt. The dog is not traumatized. The dog does not fear you. The dog does not have a worse relationship with you. The dog's behavior does not get worse. When you do it properly, like you do reward-based training properly, any dog training properly, you will get incredible results. There seems to be a lot of polarization behind this. And I understand why. I understand why that is. I think having to live with a dog for weeks, months, years, and trying so much stuff and not being able to stop an unwanted behavior, I think it's a pretty crappy life with the dog, with the owners, with you not being able to have people at your house, with you not being able to take your dogs anywhere, with dogs running the household, theoretically also ruining your life. This is a video from yesterday at the drop-off. A few moments later. To help so many people. So you saw the behavior beforehand, right? And now you're seeing it now. Now you're seeing it now. So these dogs can't even make it out the front door without going nuts. Anytime they see a dog, they go ballistic, even from inside the house. Walking them down the street is an extremely embarrassing. Um, and you'll see that the dogs were bonked very methodically and we showed it I showed you I did it live unedited right in front of everybody and I think it's important that folks understand that it's not this lifelong thing these dogs are with us for four weeks now we get to work out all the leadership stuff now we get to work out all of our quote-unquote reward-based training protocols. Now we get to work on proper manners. So we're eliminating the unwanted behavior, and then we're training the dog what we want to do. I don't quite understand what the controversy over that is. If we can effectively and efficiently stop an unwanted behavior in seconds, which we did and which we do often, so then we can start training the dog what we want. Wouldn't that be, isn't that an awesome thing? I think, I think people need to realize 
how common this is with people that actually get results. It's extremely common. So we saw yesterday in the chaos to control course, which folks can still get, like you can still buy it. You would see the replay of yesterday and then you can tune in live. Or even if you missed all the lives this week at 9 a.m., you'd still get all the replays and you would own it. And if you go to Solid Canine Academy, um, if you go to Solid Canine Academy, you click on it right here called chaos to control click right here chaos to control you read all about it press start learning purchase it right here and then you also see all these order bumps too rehabbing a fearful dog for half price 30 minute consult for um $76 off green to graduate for half price green to graduate two for half price and then there's a five-day live eCal workshop, which is coming up next. And I think what you see is how effective really good training is. One of the things that concerns me is, and I've spoken about this a lot, and I sound like a broken record, of course, is just the amount of unethics in this industry and why people can't share the truth. But again, if you want to stop unwanted behaviors, I showed people step by step how to do it. And then today we work on our leadership stuff. So at nine o'clock this morning, we start working on our leadership stuff inside the house. And then probably tomorrow we'll go outside and these dogs are going to start doing a lot of public stuff. They can't even go for walks outside, but they go for one at a time and they're out of control. So I'm glad that the people that were in the course, which is, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people that got this course are going to be able to see exactly how it's done. And it's amazing the amount of folks out there because we saw that back when this highly edited video was circulating, making it look like all I do is just hit dogs with towels with no context and with a 30-second video, which was edited down from a 20-minute video was circulating and how angry people get about it. I'm more concerned about owners being fleeced by trainers and lied to by trainers. And nobody's held accountable for that. And nobody's held accountable for that at all. So today, 
day two of chaos to control. Looking forward to it. You can still get it. If you've got questions about it, ask now. If you have questions about anything else, ask now. We did a Q&A last night. We're doing another Q&A tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What would Jeff do show? Brittany says, good morning. Avi, good morning. Snuggle Buns, good morning. Naomi, good morning. Brett, good morning. John, good morning. Deb said, uh, you should market a bunker, put official Jeff Bunker on it. No. Deb, I mean, I think you're probably joking, but I wouldn't do that. Anybody can make, that's probably the last thing I would do. Anybody can just wrap up a towel and just use it. It's, it's one of the most effective bad behavior stoppers that we have. You can stop so much. And every and everybody has cotton towels, I think. Chris says, good morning, everybody. Terry says, I realize the dogs are smaller, but I thought the first bunks would have been harder. They were firm. The first one looked like you barely threw it. no. They were firm. I threw it at. I've been bonking so much that I I know exactly how to th how hard to throw it. That's why I'm glad I showed it, because uh, number one, people. I threw it. Put it this way, I deployed the bonker and the dog stopped the behavior. Therefore, I threw it its. Um, the appropriate intensity. I've just been bonking dogs for so long that that. I know usually how exactly to throw, how hard to throw it. Just like any other dog training, you just have to know what the motivator is. But it was pretty firm. It was pretty firm. Second looks like he dropped it. Um, I don't think I ever dropped it. I definitely deployed it properly. But even if you did drop it, does the dog stop the unwanted behavior or not? Again, Wes was miserable. So our dogs can't stand being around unbalanced dogs. They can't stand being around unbalanced dogs. But, and there's a lot of folks that were questioning, like they, they, they saw it happening live and then they're questioning it. But it's like you just saw it work. You just saw it work right there in front of you. You've heard me talk about it, but then you saw it and folks are still questioning about it. But you just saw it. Like, I don't know how much more to show you. So just go out and do it. Just go out and do it. Like what more, like people have been doing this stuff before social media existed. They just heard about something and they did it. And then they just figured it out. Why are we so afraid to try new things? Why are we so afraid to try new things? That's interesting, right? Why are we so afraid to try new things? It's definitely something to think about. 
Like you just saw it happen and folks question it. And you're allowed to ask questions, but how much more, like it seems that a lot of folks have like, but what if, but what if, but what if, but what if? And I'm like, it doesn't matter. As somebody who's worked with all those what ifs, we do, we deploy it the same way. And that doesn't mean we train every dog the same way, but the bonker is deployed with the word no, because you're trying to really teach the word no. This is what folks have to understand. We're trying to make no a power word. We're trying to make no valuable. We're trying to make it so when an owner says no, the dogs believe them. Today, we're going to be doing some leadership skills with the dogs. If you follow them, if you follow these things, you'll get a, the start of a better behaved dog. Like we're showing you step by step how we get great results. Pam says, good morning, Brett. Looking forward to this morning's session. I'll have to catch up around noon. I appreciate that the videos are archived to view later. Yes, if you buy them, then you get them. Everybody gets sent the, uh, the recording. Brittany says, the bonking is badass, Jeff. Making my bonker tonight. And when my mom um, comes for dinner, it's, a, it's game on when my dog's barking the door right. Just make sure you say no and bonk. Terry says, I agree, absolutely works. Just appeared softer than I thought. Yeah. It wasn't soft, but it is definitely softer than a lot of people think. They're also schnauzers. They're also a smaller breed dog. So it's not as intense. It's not as intense um, as I would with a larger dog. But when I talk about applying a punisher, for some reason, people think that it's this death-defying, earth-shattering consequence. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's timing is everything. Your marker and your timing is everything. Brittany says, I have three dogs, two are e-counter trained and placed to train. The third dog is the asshole leader marker. It, it comes to an end tonight. Yeah, it should. If I was at your house, I would stop it in one session. Allison says, I think a lot of people have so many questions because it seems impossibly easy, easy to use a bonker. Agreed. I was in that camp until I struggled with nail trims. I bonked one dog, looked at my employee in disbelief, and never looked back since. Leveled my skills up tremendously. Yeah. Dogs give you nonsense for nails trims? No. Bonk. They stop. I mean, I mean it, it is, it's incredible how effective it is. It is incredible how effective it is. And so many folks come up with all of these reasons why not to use it, but they've never used it. They come up with all these what ifs, what if, what if, what if. And I'm like, what if you walk outside, get in your car, 
and get hit by a tractor trailer. Like, you're right, that could happen. It could. It happens to some people. Tractor trailers do run over cars. Two days ago, on the way to the gym, there was a car that went head on into an uh, uh, electrical pole. It, it does happen. But the majority of the cars on the road are not getting into accidents. But we can't live our life through what ifs in a negative. How about what if it actually works, which is 99 plus percent of the stuff we do, that it will work, that it will work or else we wouldn't do it. Like we wouldn't, we wouldn't do a protocol that didn't work. For instance, these dogs already went to a two-week boarding train. They came back worse. So whatever they did with these dogs, you probably wouldn't want to do. Correct? You wouldn't want to do it because it didn't work. So if you go over to Solid Canine Academy, you can always get on our mailing list as well because we send out a lot of stuff on our mailing list that nobody else knows about. And then you also find out about things before anybody else does. You get specials that nobody else gets. There's coupons in there that nobody else gets, offers that nobody else gets. So join our mailing list, please. And if you go to Sally Canine Academy, there's a mailing list sign up. Avi says it works like a charm. Yeah. It does. It does. Nami says, I wish we could use the bonker at the clinic. I'm just, I can just imagine what our clients would do if we bonked their baby who was trying to bite us. Well, if you've got a vet clinic and you've got a dog that's trying to bite you, then you have to tell the owner the dog has to come in muzzled. They have to muzzle the dog to bring it in. So, Naomi, it's okay to have rules for your clients. You have a biting dog. We're trying to, if you're talking about a vet clinic, we're trying to do a protocol with your dog, and it's trying to bite us. So for everybody's safety, for everybody's safety, we need you to muzzle your dog before it comes in. Or we can't have you come in. That's all. Right? Obviously, I wish I could use one in the classroom sometimes. Yeah, obviously, a teacher of, of humans. You could. It's a hell of a lot better than the paddle. I don't know if, if any of you grew, went to school pre-1985. You know what the paddle is. Always in that paddle room numerous times with a yellow line on the floor.
So today is the start of day two. I'm going to get going right now to get it all set up with Joel. Dogs are here. Today we do some leadership skills. Start getting these dogs ready for um, the walk outside, get them around dogs again. I have a swim coach that used to um, nail us with a, a pool buoy, which while we were in the water, it definitely motivated us to move a lot faster. Like even worse. Yeah. Yep. Yep. What's the motivation? So avoiding discomfort is a motivator. Sometimes it's the most powerful motivator that's out there for your dog. Terry says, looking forward to see the second day replay. Yes, you'll see it. It'll be sent to you. Tony will send it to you. Deb, make sure you call me today because that October spot might be gone. So let's call me today and finalize that, please. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Solid Canine Academy, do that. Also, a link to our seminars is up. Get your seminar tickets. And I will be talking to all of you very soon. Excited to see you all on day two. Love you all. Take care.